Speed, tree, 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 Oh, was that him? I don't know. How many fingers did he have? I'm sorry, I couldn't get the binoculars out in time. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show.
uh, the little quarrel between J. Cole and No Name. I'm going to listen to those tracks. I'm going to try and break it down, unpack them, you know what I'm saying, see what we can get as a people, because I like what they did. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, and as you can see, really, really, what, I know really what this episode is about is about, about unity. Not even just black unity, but unity as a whole. Like, we, we're, we're starting to see a lot of people wake up. And um, I'm proud of us. We got a lot of work to do, but I'm proud of us. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, got to have a couple excerpts from uh, some comedians, as always. Some uh, some clips that I found that'll go perfect with this episode. But um, I'm basically done here. Um, I'm going to get out your hair. We'll be back a little bit later. You guys enjoy this music. Um, man, fellas you to get better, man, I'm, I'm proud of the, proud of my brothers, man, I'm starting to see y'all step up out here, I like it, I like it, I like it, you sucking niggas still got time, but you on the clock with these, co- with these coons, and, um, and ladies, thank you, thank you so much for being who you are and doing what you do, continue to do that, police yourselves, get the thoughts and the hoes together, because I know they have their own movements, but they are out there, and you're asking fellas to do a lot, so, we're trying to make those changes. You work with us. We're going to keep working on our sins. Um, don't be a coon, guys. Don't be a coon. Don't be a coon. If you're out here dancing, thinking everything's cool, the way it's supposed to be, and you're happy drunks in office, you're probably a coon. I'm sorry. And uh, right now, coons don't have color. But specifically, non-white Americans, if you're out here cooning, be careful. I'm going to get out y'all here for a second, man. I'm going to go roll up. Y'all go pull up, roll up, whatever y'all do. And let's get into this thing. Another episode of Trill Speed. We will. Northwestern had this concert with Lil Uzi Vert. He uses the N-word profusely, like a ton, and there was an email sent out to students who went to this concert saying, you don't have a right to use this word, which I 100% agree with. Like, I, as a white person, I don't have any right. I haven't, until reparations are paid, until there's some sort of giving back, there's no right, but what do you say to, I don't know what to do when I hear my friends using this word in a song. I don't know what to do when it's just, it's all the time. Words don't have meaning without context, okay? Um, my wife refers to me as honey. That's accepted and okay between us. If we were walking down the street together and a strange woman referred to me as honey, <laughs> that wouldn't be acceptable. The understanding is I have some sort of relationship with my wife, 
hopefully I have no relationship with this strange woman. <laughs> when I was young and I used to go see my family uh, in, in, in Philadelphia where my dad was from, they would all call him Billy. His name is William Paul Coates. Um, no one in Baltimore called him Billy and had I referred to my father as Billy, that probably would have been a problem. That's because the relationship between myself and my dad is not the same as the relationship between my dad and his mother and his sisters who he grew up with, right? We, we understand that. Um, it's the same thing with words within the African-American community or within any community. Uh, my wife, with her girlfriend, will use the word bitch. I do not join in. I don't, you know, say, hey, I want to, I don't do that. I don't do that. And perhaps more importantly, I don't have a desire to do it. You, you understand? You know, um, it, a while ago, Dan Savage was going to have this uh, show that he was going to call Hey Faggot. I'm not going to yell faggot at Dan Savage. I'm just not, that's not my relationship with the LGBT community. And, and I understand that. And I'm okay with that. I don't have a desire to, you know, uh, uh, yell out the word, you know, faggot. I just don't have that. Um, the question one must ask, if, if that's accepted and normal for groups of people, we understand that, you know, it's normal, actually, for groups to use words that are derogatory in an ironic fashion. Why is there so much hand-wringing when black people do it? Um, black people are basically, you know, however you feel about it, they're not outside of the normal rules and laws for humanity. I had a, you know, a good friend who used to have this um, cabin in upstate New York, which he referred to as the white trash cabin. He was white. I would never refer to that cabin. I would never tell him I'm coming to your white trash cabin. <laughs> I just wouldn't do that. I, and and I, you know what I mean? I think you understand why I wouldn't do it. The question one must ask is why so many white people have difficulty Extending things that are basic laws, you know, of how human beings interact to black people. And I think I know why. <laughs> um, when you're white in this country, you're taught that everything belongs to you. You think you have a right to everything. You have a right to go with you. I mean, you're conditioned this way. It's not, you know, because you, you know, your hair is a texture, your skin is light. It's the fact that the laws and the culture tell you this. You have a right to go where you want to go, do what you want to do, be however, and people just got to accommodate themselves to you. So here comes this word that, you know, you feel like you invented. And now somebody will tell you how to use a word that you invented. You know, well, why can't I use it? Everyone else gets to use it. You know what, that's racism that I don't get to use it. You know, that's racist against me. You know, I have to inconvenience myself and, and hear this song and I can't sing along? How come I can't sing along? You know what I mean? And I think, you know, uh, uh, for white people, I think the experience of being a hip hop fan and not being able to use the word nigga is actually very, very insightful. It will give you just a little peek into the world of what it means to be black. Because, <laughs> because to be black is to walk through the world and watch people doing things that you cannot do, that you can't join in and do, you know? And so I think there's actually a lot to be learned from refraining.
Know it's nice out when the bike's out. Eighty dollar best enough, so bring the dice out. Fed snatch black, he be right out. Jerk salmon and mac and cheese from Lighthouse. You niggas do what you told. I do me cause I'm bold. I maneuver in Ubers, keep a Lincoln on hold. OG by the O, shit my man's in them grow. On the low, he blend in, think he regular Joe. He the plug. Pump so much bass, I need another sub. Ask too many questions, he might be the fuzz. No love, trying to play me. Hold grudge like a newborn baby, beloved. I'ma be here, nigga, so hated to love it. I'ma always pull a puppet strings. Hide behind the web, that's a sucker thing. Reality strikes, and it was just a dream. Just a dream. Dust to dust. Street lights, strawberry skies. Dirt on my hands, turn on my eyes. I wake up from a daydream, singing that lullabies. In my black sheep, oh, the star of the moon's night. Cast me out of worship on me. I spread the sun, don't make it right. It sounds like champagne and Henny. Last train to Paris. Every day is a day off working wheels like a Ferris. You look cooler than a fan in the church house. I couldn't sweat that bullshit they pressing up smoking. Even if I worked out some nice steak and shrimp on my meal plan. And I'm talking foreign car doors, a nigga wheel slam on unexpected haters. It's about that cheese you got when they grace Cause niggas get shredded every day trying to make it to the majors. I'm just on my own too. More tied to my bones, blue. I'm worldwide with this movement. Like what your pipe done flown you? Passport stamped up. Dutch got me amped up. Cause the deal is a short shot like Kevin Durant with a camera and that's worth a toast. Got a key to my city in a weekend. I think I'ma buy a flow. And parade up and down and people throw the Think I do the most, but that's just how shit go. Everybody ain't gonna love you for your trillions for your trick hoes, your cousins dust to dust. Street lights, strawberry skies, dirt on my hands, dirt on my eyes. I wake up from a daydream, singing lullabies. For press use only, baby grand records. Qualified paralegal and shit. He knows the law. <laughs> I mean, if one of us even start to do something wrong, an old black man would pop out of nowhere. Nigga, don't do that. That's five to ten. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> well, we know the laws and the penalties. Guy chipped didn't even know he couldn't race. I'm not saying I don't like police. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm just scared of them. Nothing wrong with that. Sometimes. We want to call them too. Somebody broke into my house once. It's a good time to call them, but I don't know. The house is too nice. It ain't a real nice house, but they never believe I live it. Be, oh, he's still here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Open and shut case, Johnson. I saw this once before when I was a rookie. Apparently, this nigger broke in and hung up pictures of his family everywhere. <laughs> well, let's sprinkle some crack on him and get out of here. <laughs> oh, you know, that's that, that's that whole brutality thing. It's, see, that's common knowledge, man. There was a time when only minorities really knew about that. I'm not gonna say white people didn't believe us, but you were a little skeptical. You were a little skeptical. I mean, I don't blame you. And then Newsweek printed it and he knew it was the truth. 
And then the Newsweek wife was like, oh my God. <laughs> Honey, did you see this? Apparently the police have been beating up Negroes like hotcakes. It's in the May issue. I mean, really, how could you know, though? How could anyone else know? You know? I mean, you, maybe you should have seen something a little suspicious. Don't you think it was like a little suspicious? Just a little suspicious? Every dead black person the police find has crack sprinkled on them. I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. Who gets shot and sprinkles crack on themselves? Nobody would do that. Bam!
Hold up, that shit ain't lit all the way. Mm. Alright, there we go. Um How y'all doing, man? Hope y'all hope y'all doing good. Hope y'all doing good. I've been seeing um, like I said earlier, I'm proud of everybody. Um wanna let people know. If you're gonna protest, have a protocol. Um, a few years ago when Trayvon Martin was killed, me and a few of my people I follow on Twitter, we came up with a protest protocol and we spread it around. Uh, and I know there's a lot of information flying around. Make sure you guys are being extra safe out here. Uh, remember that the revolution is every day. No days off. We, you know what I'm saying? And, and also, do what you can don't try to do too much and don't let anybody make you feel like you're not doing enough okay especially if you're a creative just use your art you know everybody is not built to be at on the front lines with the with the protests and getting arrested everybody's not getting you know what i'm saying everybody in the civil rights movement wasn't getting sprayed with fire hoses they had administrators they had people doing paperwork too they had all kinds of responsibilities to take care of and i keep saying it we all same fingers on the same with no we're not the same fingers we're all fingers on the same fist that's what i meant to say but no continue to work with people and yeah cover up your faces um seeing a lot of i'm seeing people's entitlement issues and ignorance showing right now if they're telling you to wear a mask and go out in public places wear a mask when you're going out in public places because now they're talking about uh they're giving they were talking to asymptomatic but i think a lot of people took it the wrong way almost like they meant immune and to be honest, let's just go back to if you don't feel sick, who cares? Because they're saying that people are coming up with COVID that didn't even have symptoms. So protect yourselves out here. Protect other people. Think about the other people, how it would be if you were felt victimized, if you got caught. Got, well, if you caught covid and would have to be quarantined and, and, and expose your families to it think about the other person now i'm not saying to blindly just run and conform and be scared i'm telling you to be safe now people that i'm seeing driving in their cars with their masks on that makes no sense to me you're not around anybody but yourself and if you're sick you can't get sick twice it's like getting pregnant it's like having sex while you're pregnant and thinking you're gonna have another baby take your mask off in your cars you look dumb um but if people people if you're gonna if you're gonna be out here just to safeguard yourselves and the people around you just go ahead and do it it's not that big a deal it's not a huge inconvenience we look at it as an inconvenience but that's because we're Americans and we're spoiled put on a mask guys 
that's another thing with this unity we have to start thinking outside of ourselves for real because I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you I was one of those people at the beginning of this who was like hey I think I already got it and got rid of it because I honestly believe that people caught COVID back in 2019 the third and fourth quarters of the year when everybody was getting sick. But I am no scientist or doctor. And now even I have to go ahead and, and, and get in line with that. Because um, honestly, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt at all. Sorry about that, y'all. I get frustrated when I forget to put my phone on silent while I'm recording. Because it seems like that's the only time people hit me up. When I'm not recording, nobody hits me up. It's ironic. I wish I had that energy all the time. Not hitting me up. I mean, not hitting me up. That would be awesome. Oh, man. But anyway asymptomatic does not mean you're immune you got other people out here guys and because we don't know because this is what I'm going to throw at you and this is not a conspiracy theory this is just something I've been thinking about like I said I think a lot of people got it and got rid of it back at the ass end of last year something took me out for like three weeks and I didn't know what it was and then a month or two after I'm feeling better, I hear about this COVID. And, I, and and a lot of people died from the flu last year, guys. This shit has been out here. So I'm not saying they're lying. I'm just saying they're not telling us the entire truth. Because that means all the numbers, if you think about it, are false. If there are people that have it, but are not showing any symptoms, how do they know the numbers are real? So at this point, trust the healthcare professionals in and around your families. Listen to them. If they're telling you it's real, go ahead and, and, and tighten up because we got to get through this. Me personally, I'm fine with working from home. I don't want to go back to the office. I really don't. But I also don't want to be confined. It does also seem like they're only doing this in certain cities I know the city I know Hillsborough County isn't on a complete mask thing which kind of bothers me because it's like it's on it's the, you can't centralize it you don't know who's got it but they're saying only Tampa not the surrounding towns and cities like nah, Brandon and Plant City and Lakeland it's not mandatory which it should be if it's as serious as they say and that, that those are the things that are confusing about these times you're going to get a lot of mixed information some of it can be misinformation but safeguard yourselves take care of yourselves and take care of the people around you because they're you too y'all are me I'm a piece of y'all we all gotta deal with this man nobody's exempt or immune so yeah man wear your mask man you ain't gotta you ain't gotta be an asshole about it. You can still believe what you want to believe, 
but just think about the people that really do have it and how they're having to live and you don't want to be like that and expose your family to it on the accident and then you'd be wishing dang all i had to do was wear a mask dog which seems stupid but nevertheless let's do it anyway guys because it's different now especially if you you got especially fellas if you're if you're married or got a girl got kids you know what I'm saying? You don't want to bring that around your people, man. So when we're out here in these stores and stuff, man, I and I, honestly, I don't see how y'all are just going to. That's another thing we'll address. Just because they say go out, don't nobody want to be at the bar with no mask on. Why are y'all going to where it's mass amounts of people, man? You're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. You can go outside. But why put yourself at risk? And on top of that, a lot of the videos I'm seeing and the pictures y'all posting, y'all are not wearing masks. So yeah, man, let's uh let's get that together, man. But yeah. Anyway, I just need to get that out. Let's get back to the episode. Trill Spiel. We will. I have certain rules I live by. My first rule. I don't believe anything the government tells me. Nothing. Zero. No, because I told him if you try me, that I'll be the last nigga you try. You feel me? <laughs> That's my life, baby. Oh, oh, hey, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to another installment of the Writer's Block. It's where we'll sit down with you all and read a few quips and excerpts from his favorite book. Right now, I believe he's on How to Not Get Shot and Other Advice from White People by the great D.L. Hughley. We'd like to give a shout out to D.L. He's under the COVID quarantine right now. He passed out on stage in Houston. Sending prayers up for you, brother. But yes, this is the writer's block. So, without further ado, here's Will. What's up, y'all? So, gonna jump right back in here. Uh, last time we read chapter one, and uh, this time I'm gonna read chapter four. And I'm, not, I'm gonna skip around because I just want people to go check this book out for themselves. But there are a couple chapters that stick out to me, so I'm gonna just get into it. Um, this is chapter four, and it's entitled, You Have to Understand, <laughs> Cops Are Scared. I fired my gun at Mr. Crutcher because I was fearing for my life. Officer Betty Jo Shelby testifying why she shot Terrence Crutcher. In this and so many other cases, an innocent black person gets shot because the cop is frightened. They have a scary job. They're put in a lot of weird situations and often have to deal with angry people. It's not all giving old ladies directions or busing people for going 50 and a 45. Being a cop can be dangerous, but it's not always dangerous. Even the cops who aren't white supremacists can misinterpret the threat at hand. And some are like Barney Fife, small men in a big uniform. 
Some have a serious case of the yips and are just one scary moment away from shooting someone. Juries are buying this narrative too. Betty Jo Shelby was let off for killing Terrence Crutcher because she was scared. Officer Geronimo Yanez was let off for killing Philando Castile because he was scared. And Officer Timothy Lohman was let off for killing Tamir Rice because he was scared. When you talk to white people, quote unquote being scared is more than enough to excuse a cop shooting someone. Sure, they've got a gun, a dog, and a helicopter. So if they're afraid, I bet you're afraid too. But now isn't the time to worry about you being scared. I'm trying to get you not shot. What's scary about black people? White people have always been scared of black people. And when a black person gets shot, there's usually a sense from the commentary of white people that because the cop was scared, they deserved it. It doesn't have to be something that the victim specifically did to make them afraid at the time because you have to understand there's a historical fear. And so history lets the cop act with a heightened sense of danger when it comes to policing black people. Number one, black people live in quote unquote bad neighborhoods. Cops are scared because they're dealing with people in bad neighborhoods. This is one of the rights favorite dog whistles emphasize black-on-black crime. So, because of the racist housing policies that have segregated people of color into quote-unquote bad neighborhoods, anyone who lives in that neighborhood is bad and dangerous. Number two, black people are strong. Take a look at how Officer Darren Wilson described Michael Brown in his grand jury testimony. When I grabbed him, the only way I could describe it is I felt like a five-year-old holding on to Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. That's how big he felt and how small I felt just from grasping his arm. This fear of black people's strength goes back at least to the bad old days of slavery. During the height of the lynching era, new stories were full of black brutes terrorizing white people. In the 1980s and 90s, there were the stories of super predators hopped up on crack and angel dust. Recently, there was even a paper where researchers showed that white patients were more likely to receive painkillers than black patients. Even doctors demonstrate unconscious bias and entrenched ideas about biological differences between races. Another study found that whites thought blacks were more likely to have superhuman abilities like enhanced strength and endurance. No, I'm serious. And I blame Marvel Comics. Look at the black superheroes. Black Panther? Black Panther is strong as fuck. Who does that help? And Luke Cage? Luke Cage is bulletproof. Marvel and Netflix are gonna get a lot of people killed. Nobody wants a bulletproof nigga. Even niggas don't want a bulletproof nigga. When I shoot a nigga, I want him to lie down. I don't want him to stand. I don't want white people to see Luke Cage and go, see, I knew these niggers won't be stopped with just one shot. It's like the walking dead. You gotta shoot them all in the head. Super strength, being bulletproof. That's all for fine, that's all fine for white superheroes. But for black superheroes, 
fuck jumping over a building or being faster than a speeding bullet. Luke Cage can keep his big bike chain or whatever that is. The superpower that black people need is the ability to have white people believe them. That's what I want. The ability to make a white person go, that nigga's telling the truth. Three. Black people are different. A lot of white people find black people unfamiliar and make assumptions based on stereotypes. The fact that with no evidence, so many people questioned if Obama was born in this country goes to show how white people find black people different and not quote unquote one of us. When people refer to quote unquote real Americans and so-called middle America, they're talking about white folks who live in predominantly white areas. Never mind that black people had been pouring their sweat and blood into American soil long before most white people's ancestors even showed up here. 20 blacks arrived in Virginia in 1519, the year before the Mayflower landed, and most slaves were brought over from Africa before 1808, even before the end of slavery in 1865. That means most African Americans' ancestors arrived decades, if not centuries, before the waves of Irish, German, Italian, Jewish, and Polish immigration. Still, most everything in America is geared toward white people. American culture is presumed white. Forget about the fact that white people listen to a lot of hip-hop. Forget about the racial makeup of the sports teams that white people like. A jittery white cop is going to look at a black person as different and scary. Let's work with the racism. Okay, take the most stereotypical image of a black person a racist cop could have. Let's say it's a gangbanger and a lowrider, smoking a blunt, listening to loud rap music while twirling his gun. If that's how a racist cop sees black people, let's work with that racism and reverse engineer it to put the cop at ease. Cops get spooked so easily. Let's make us less scary. If you're getting pulled over by a cop, let's see if we can make sure you're not playing into racist stereotypes. Racist stereotype. Drive a lowrider, pimped out ride, or just a nice car. Alternative. Drive a sensible minivan with, a, with great mileage. Avoid any car with a 0 to 60 time of less than 10 seconds. Racist stereotype. Listening to rap music. Alternative, listen to Bach's Suite Number no. 3 in C major featuring Yo-Yo Ma. Really, playing music from the past 100 years is a risk. Racist stereotype number three. Smoking weed, having a stash in the car. Alternative, suck on a butterscotch, have a bag of Werther's Originals in the car. Racist stereotype number four. Gun under the seat. Alternative, have a Blue Lives Matter bobblehead on your dashboard. In summary, understanding that cops are scared of black people is one of the first steps to not getting shot. Knowing their biases can help police shoot proof you. If you're in a black neighborhood, you're in a bad neighborhood. If you're black, you're strong, maybe too strong, and if you're black, you're different. Now that you know what now that you know what the stereotypes are, you can work with them. 
to make yourself less shootable. Stuff white people say. We'll call this guy Blue Lives Matter guy, number four. But DL, cops have a hard job. You can't blame everything on them. Cops do have a hard job. And in all fairness, putting police officers in a position where they have to be counselors, psychologists, and negotiators is not right. Most of the time, people call the police for help, not a bullet. So it's unfair to put them in a situation where they have to be all those things to all people. But that is the gig they signed up for. And if you wanted to fix that situation, you wouldn't fix it just by giving cops more bulletproof shit. You don't fix it by giving them tanks and riot gear. You don't do therapy through bulletproof glass. And why is it that working to end racial bias in the police department is viewed as an attack on police? The thing is that most of the people arrested in this country are white. Most of the people who shoot cops aren't black. So what is it that makes cops think and act extra aggressively toward black people? What could it be if it's not race? There are tens of thousands of traffic stops that do not end in fatalities. But out of all the stops that do end in fatalities, the largest number of them percentage-wise happen to black people. And as we noted above, it's irrespective of whether they're poor or rich. The poor get shot more than anybody else. But rich black people, they get shot more than their neighbors do. So, okay, you say, why focus on the horrifically unsuccessful stops when there are thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of successful police stops in this country, hundreds of thousands that don't result in death? Fine. Airplanes take off millions of times a year. But if an airline has a crash, even one, we all know something went terribly wrong. So despite all the successful flights, we still thoroughly investigate the tragedy to try to fix what went wrong so that people will feel safe. It's the same thing. When a police shooting happens, something went terribly wrong. Unless you believe that's the way things are supposed to go. It wouldn't be okay to say, uh, well, planes are dangerous. Sometimes they crash. We've gotten really good at making sure planes don't crash because people want them to be safe. We don't say all planes matter. And another thing, when a plane crashes, you say something went wrong with the plane, not the passengers. You don't say the passengers must have done something. And you have a black box recording the flight data so we know what happened. We don't let the fucking pilots turn off the black box. Well, we had a black box, but they turned it off before the plane crashed. No, there's one button record. In America, when something goes wrong, we fix it. We allocated millions of dollars to eradicate the Zika virus. Remember Ebola? Not one person died of Ebola in the continental United States. Not one. But $35 million was allocated by the end of 2014. 850 unarmed people get killed by the police and we worry about a mosquito. To not work on this problem is to admit we collectively think that it's actually not a problem. 
when it comes to black people, most white people would never say this out loud, but they believe this is the way the system was designed to work. It's supposed to be like this. <laughs> I enjoyed myself. Did you? I hope you all were uplifted by those exhilarating words from D.L. Hughley. And I hope that you all enjoyed this installment of the Writer's Block. Remember, only you can present Forest Files. <laughs> and for now, I bid you adieu. See you next time on the Writer's Block. Why mess around with TV where you got restrictions and executives? Two million dollars. <laughs> That'll do it, I guess, yeah. That'll do it. Well, I thought, you know, I, I checked this out with the... I was going to have a chart on the show. Uh, they wouldn't let me have it. I was going to have a chart. Uh, I was telling someone else this. I was going to have a chart to show that as the shows got worse, my money got larger. <laughs> we call it integrity chart. So, uh, integrity three, money 12. I got it. <laughs> The, uh, I, I, the television thing, you know, a lot of people said it was canceled, and the show wasn't canceled. You know, we only did four shows, and that was our intent because it's really, it's hard work trying to do something and people telling you you can't. It must be tough, you, you know, know, looking so, over your shoulder like and, and, and they lie. Grown men lie to you, to your face. Like what? For, can you give me an example? Go. Well, we'll fix that. It's not our fault. <laughs> and I'll be right back. I'll be with you Wednesday. We'll talk about it. And then they'll go to somebody else, fix it, you know, make sure that doesn't get on, okay? Don't tell him I said so. <laughs> right? And then, uh, then they look you in the face, and I want to hit them in the face, you know? <laughs> and you can't do that because the court, they sue you now. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. this new thing. Yeah, $60,000 for a left hook. It's not worth it. <laughs> no. well, and plus, good. you might get dusted, too, and it's very embarrassing, <laughs> you know? You don't always win them fights when you be hit. No. It's very embarrassing to have an old white man whoop you at NBC. <laughs> <laughs> All through the halls. So how'd you leave it with these characters? Well, uh, I left it uh, like I went. I left everything intact, said so long, and thank you very much. And uh, see you at the Bank of America. <laughs> well, what kind of stuff are they giving you the most trouble about in terms of censorship? The like, nudity or lying? Like waking up. Just getting just out of bed getting, in the morning? They just have it in their minds that um, they want they want to hire somebody, but they don't want any communication made. You know, they want to like make it into something. I don't know. It's like I guess it goes into white homes. They're worried about that a lot. What did it? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Gwen Barrett, our associate producer, some or sometime producer, is is black. You know, and and, and Carmen Matias is. You have to be colored to be on television. You can't yeah, colored. <laughs> yes, you can't be black. You have to have a little colored. There. <laughs> just a taste. Tad. Yeah, just keep it interesting for America. Yeah. Well, I, she said, when we were talking about your humor, that your humor offends white people. And I, I'm not that easily offended. Like, I'm not coming from a spot where Richard Pryor is going to offend me. I think you have humor that makes us see a lot of the truth and laugh at things we wouldn't normally laugh at. I think that's part of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> what do you think that these executives are afraid you're going to do to white America? Um, probably uh, stop some racism. Stop racism? Yeah. I'm probably afraid of that, because then people, people don't hate each other, and people start talking to each other, and then they start talking to each other, they find out 
who's the problem? Which is? Uh, greedy people. Greedy people. I, I have a couple things I want to ask you there. Do you, do you really think that some of the guys that you dealt with at yeah. NBC, no, yeah. no names, right? Because right. there's lawsuits for that, too. That some of these guys really want to promote racism actively, or is it a subconscious? I, I just think it's part of capitalism, is to promote racism, yeah. right? In order to uh, make things work. If you feel better because you're white and you can get a job, uh, you use that. I mean, you know, I would. Absolutely. Say, I'm sorry, Jack, but shit, they say I'm white, I'm going to use yeah, this. Right, absolutely. Get this job, I'm hungry, you know. But, uh, and that separates people. So they keep people separated, and that keeps them from thinking about the real problem. That's, that's as simple as I see it. Probably it's not that simple, but. Now, all right, you and I are I, about the same age, right? We're in our mid-30s. How long is it going to take before guys who think like you, and I say guys who think like me, people who don't want to have racism in the country, people who don't want to be oppressing any minority, whatever mm -hmm. it is, sexual, whatever minority, really get into positions of power and can change things. You can't get in a position of power, it seems, if you think like that. It seems that the only time you get in a position of power is if you like the people that are in power. To me, I mean, that's the way it goes. I mean, people that get to become executives become like the people that were already executives. I don't know, maybe... They go in with good intentions, but it eats them up. It's like a cesspool, you know, it just gets on you and it starts eating. The system eating. levels them. Pretty soon it's is all gone. Is that what a cesspool sounds like? Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll be back right after this. Okay. He's a good guy. Richard Pryor. Turner, Sage Burner, Santeria, Changong, December Baby, Mauritius, Saint Ho. Story takes place in ancient Egypt. They cut off the nose, despite their face. They're still your Jesus. I can't tell how they white. That blue-eyed virgin is make-believe stuff. She throw me out of house. Say ye deliver us from this heathen. I say that the Miss Tina should sneeze at sun. Her photic reflex. They both had straightening combs. Little did they know I hold the heat next. Neither two can be used to fix our defects. P.S. We born perfect. Fuck all the B.S. Everybody wanna be us for real. We just gotta see us. Inshallah. That until the philosophy which holds one race superior and another inferior is finally and permanently discredited and abandoned. That until there is no longer first class and second class citizens in any nation. That until the color of the man's skin is no more significant than the color of his eyes. Yeah, to the limit, deliver in the methadone clinic. Riding with the pack like a peloton, flying with the sack in the trap like the pregnant. Is it breaks in the backs from the cracks that we step upon? If I triple my worth, will it cripple my mom? If I simple my search, will it mental my calm? Will it hurt if I give you my palm? To tell in it, don't put a nail in it. How you gon' see the world if you will in it? Reading my palms like it's braille in it. Is it the trail of the force? Or the forest with the trail in it uh, That cell with a 12 in it Water coming through from impaling it water come through from impaling Nothing it. left of the boat but my horse Still I fill up the world and I float like Hyde Hyde is a lassie, Hyde is a Osprey I'm proud of it Sliding your tracks to stop me From driving Looking for my, looking for my, looking for my As I float, as I float Shuffle my goals Tattoos all of my goals, goals, goals Qualified man with vision, unmoved by daily selfish 
conscience by his conscience In general, a man who knows from whence he comes And where he is going Will cooperate with his fellow human beings He will not be satisfied with merely doing his ordinary duties But will inspire others by his good example You are being watched by the nation And you should realize that you will be satisfied if you do good But on the contrary, you do evil It will lose its hope and confidence in you Hydrogen open wide on the side of the colonized Swimming in the street, fell asleep on my mama thighs Blocking out the noise that destroys little boys Living joy, ship ahoy, get deployed by the rockabies Deep, deep, deep into the sea of my dreams Line fall asleep at the feet of my queen Hawk, I'ma write to the beat of your wings Song for the Ethiopian king Now you up, huh? Make it hard to trust, huh? Got you fucked up, saying it was luck, huh? Pulling up, huh? Limo tent the trucks, huh? Open trust, huh? Then you fill them up, huh? Every time a nigga drop, it's real as fuck, huh? Every time you hit the road, you fill them up, huh? Whole city know that you became the one, huh? They seen it from the jump, huh? The pressure wear a ton, huh? Especially where you come from Every night Heavy price, but it's just the cough you cut from It's alright, it's just life if you want one Learn to hold yourself down with a big gun All these niggas playing tough, you gon' chip one For these dollars a decade, you a risk one Fuck it though, cause when you flat broke, you ain't nothing bro Seen a gang of rich niggas get comfortable Then looking at they watch like where the fuck it go Through my eyes I learn lessons Like time is of the essence and my grind got obsessive then my mind got restless, put myself in the game, but batteries so separate. Question. Since when do real niggas come second? So I kicked the dough down, getting mo down. Nigga need at least like 30 for the show now. Whoa now. Realist out of SoCal. Baby wanna fuck, I'm like, mm, slow down. I mean cheese eggs in my hotel. Hustle sold out, nigga retail and wholesale. Me ballin' her choke feelings, oh well, all money and I pull coattails, nigga. We ain't gotta worry no more, we'll be just fine. And we ain't finna wait no more, so don't waste my time. Remember when we had no way, no way. But we'll be okay for now, we'll be okay for now, and here or now. <laughs> you laughing now? <laughs> yeah, it's different, nigga. That's my show now. It's mine now. Nigga. It's mine now. <laughs> What's good, motherfucker? What's good? What's good, man? Y'all, you're welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, this is the 7:30 portion of Trill Spill with Will this evening. I got my boy Brock Brolic. You know what I'm saying? The host of 730. <coughs> what it do? What it do? Over there, over there in the cut. Yes, once again, once again. Um, Thank you for having me on the show again. Man. Considering it's your almost every episode of my <laughs> <laughs> All right, nigga, 
alright, you got one off. That'd be the last joke you have on my show. Um, if you crack any more jokes, it's coming out your check. Um, but no, man, I need to do it more often, honestly, dog, because it gets to a point um, that I really, I get sick of talking to myself. Mm. And I can only be, I, I, I do have two-sided conversations with myself, but the more I have them, especially lately, it's starting to feel a little bit yeah, nuts and a lot of, you know what I'm saying? So I like to bounce shit off of people, and I only trust a few people to bounce shit off of, so that's what this is about. So don't think you motherfucking special. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Because I could have talked to anybody tonight. I think, uh... I'm lying. You I'm, said leading up to that. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of told the you. The opposite. <laughs> Super black right now, and well, let's hope that that's an effect that mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's carrying on, which is not people well. just like you. You know Too what well. I'm saying? Like, cause you know, yeah. what I'm saying William H has always been one who's been in touch with his shit. You know what I'm saying? And the older he gets, the more he, you know what I'm saying? He seeks those avenues to gain knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Oh, nigga, you're <laughs> making my dark ass blush. I'm lying, dog. I'm lying. I ain't blushing. But uh. Yeah, I mean, it's something that, cause, you know what I'm saying, like this, uh, especially with the youth cultures nowadays, I feel like there's a, uh, they don't give a shit as much, you know what I mean, like it's not, like they're so far removed from it that with it's the hip, like. What you're saying with the hip hop itself, with music itself. Music, I mean, and everything, you know what I'm saying, because, like, it, it wasn't just that they weren't, you know what I'm saying, black youth and, and Hispanic youth weren't being taught about their cultures. Right. It was that, that after a certain generation, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No more voices. You know, you know what I'm saying? The voices are gone. They didn't want to hear about the kings and queens. Oh, we come from kings and queens, man. Don't fuck that. Like, yeah, yeah. Where's the money? You nigga? know what I mean? Where's the bitches, nigga? Can I get some precise to put on my spaghetti? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I need the shit gold. Nigga, I need them trying to shit Gold. You know how much I can pour the pour this gold on for me to eat, so I can shit gold, nigga. I want, a, I want shiny rims, bling bling. <laughs> and that's and, and but I I feel like some of that is coming back, and I and I saw it with, and 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 I saw it in in an example I saw it in happened this weekend, this past weekend, and that's why I reached out to you because number one, you're a hip hop purist. Um. And this happened in hip hop, but what I think is, I think is since everything's being progressive, some initially what seemed as some negative shit turned in some into some positive and what I think progressive shit for, sure. for the culture and not just black people, but for everyone. 
And it's so, you know what I'm saying? What was cool about it is that it actually is so within the confines of the culture in Word. terms of hip hop. You know Word. what I mean? Word. Because back and forth tracks like that, you know what I'm saying? They definitely, you know what I'm saying, exist. This is where the evolution comes in, where, you know what I'm saying, whereas previously it might have been a problem. You know what I mean? But, and also, and what's interesting about that precise thing you just said is that even though it stayed inside of that, it touched on so many different yeah. um, issues and, and the things. And that I think that, that, that leans more to the artist in question. Well, both of, them, both of them really, they really killed their motives, I think. So before we go any further, um, because I am going to play the shit for y'all, we're talking about J. Cole and No Name. And uh, this past weekend, just just kind of a little a little kerfuffle, you know what I'm saying about um, and, and if you guys don't know, uh, we'll give you a half-ass story. Go look it up if you are, don't already know about it. But it was pretty, it was pretty, it was pretty popular. Um, J Cole apparently um, saw some tweets by what he says in the song, a young lady, and. Um, and it kind of inspired some thoughts, which turned into a song for Jay. And uh, and I fuck with Jermaine, and I played you the song earlier. I'm going to play the song for y'all in a second. But what did you think when you heard it initially? Without hearing without hearing the response by No Name, what did you hear? What did you feel when you first heard that those those bars from from Cole? Well, first and foremost, when... when, when a person like myself, he is, is like show music, you know what I mean? Like the first thing you're looking at, I'm listening for is, are the bars, you know what I'm saying? Um, or the, the musical aspects of it, you know what I'm saying? So how you, how fucking unique his, his flow was in it and how perfect it was. Like we had like a, a, a couple minute conversation about that shit, like off to the side while we were listening to it earlier, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was noteworthy. Word, 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 okay. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and on the 730 podcast presents uh, Duel of the Iron Mike. <laughs> that can only be reached at the 730 podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Shameless promotion. It's all good. It's all good. No, it's but, you know good. what I mean? Like, we, we've, we've touched on, you know, different creative things in hip-hop that are, you know what I'm saying, that when you see them, you appreciate them. Uh, storytelling definitely be one of them. And this dude, like, he really did present a, a, a clear picture of somebody who was reading tweets or reading a post of a person, and he felt a certain way about him, and he addressed it. Yeah, and I think he addressed it in the most respectful way possible when it goes, especially when it Certainly. comes to, because like, everybody was trying to say, like, these songs were diss tracks. And I don't think either song dissed the other one. I think it was straight, concise, they were to the point, you know what I'm saying, like what you were saying, like they both got their point across, but with Cole, when I heard it, I kind of felt the same way, it was like, damn, well, I didn't even see the tweets, Right. I was just like, damn, apparently they made him feel something, and now he wants to help, and basically what it sounded like to me was he was asking for help, right. that's why he started off. And I love when people do this. I'm working on this where he kind of attacked it with love, where most niggas would have came from a hate perspective, where the first thing he says is, hey, niggas think I'm way too blah, blah, blah. 
what he said was intelligent. But I'm going to let y'all listen and y'all make y'all own decision. But. Niggas be thinking I'm deep, intelligent, fooled by my college degree My IQ is average, there's a young lady out there, she way smarter than me I scroll through her timeline in these wild times and I started to read She mad at these crackers, she mad at these capitalists, mad at these murder police She mad at my niggas, she mad at that ignorance, she wear her heart on her sleeve She mad at the celebrities, low key I be thinking she talking about me Now I ain't no dummy to think I'm above criticism So when I see something that's valid, I listen, but shit There's something about the queen tone that's bothering me She strike me as somebody blessed enough to grow up in conscious environment With parents that know about the struggle for liberation and in turn they provide her with a perspective and awareness of the system and a fairness that afflicts them and the clearest understanding of what we gotta do to get free and the frustration that feels the worst seems to come from the fact that most people don't see just cause you woke and I'm not that shit ain't no reason to talk like you better than me how you gonna leave when you attacking the very same niggas that really do need the shit that you saying instead of conveying you holier come help us get at the speed shit it's a reason it took like 200 years for our answers it's just to get free these shackles be locking the mental way more than the physical I look at freedom like trees can't grow up for us like overnight hit the ghetto and slowly start planting your seeds Fuck is the point of you preaching your message to those that already believe what you believe I'm also fucking retweet, most people are sheep You got all the answers but how you gon' reach If I can make one more suggestion respectfully I would say it's more effective to treat People like children, understanding the time and love and patience that's needed to grow This change is inevitable but ain't none of us seen this before Therefore we just gotta learn everything as we go I struggle with thoughts on the daily, feel like a slave to somehow to save And no coins to buy his way about a slavery, think it just maybe In my pursuit to make life so much better for me and my babies I done betrayed the very same people that look at me like I'm some kind of a hero Because of the zeros that's next to the but look here, I promise I'm not who you think Ran into this nigga outside of the store yesterday He said something that had me like, wait He was like, cold, appreciate what you been doing My nigga, that's real, but damn Why I feel faker than snow on the bluff Or maybe cause deep down I know I ain't doing enough But for him to put himself He, he was already letting y'all know Like, hey, what I'm getting ready to say Might not make any sense But I'm, I'm a dummy So shut the hell up And I'm just trying to get this off but he did say that one line I pointed out to you about, hey, it's something about the queen tone that bothered me. And females in general, that's just like telling the female to relax during a conversation or to chill out. Mm. And I think that's how No Name took it to where she went because I can kind of feel that because I've dealt with a lot of women. Mm -hmm. Not saying that, and, and ladies, I don't want y'all to take this because this was an emotional response. But not in the bad context that y'all always get. She heard that. And I'm pretty sure because she's intelligent enough. She's younger than me. And I feel like Cole. Like, I don't even doubt her. Because he even said she she know more than me yeah, on that shit. Like, chick, oh, way smarter than me. Way smarter. You know what I mean? So. <coughs> and, and he still never said that it was her. But he never said it wasn't. So that's why I like Cole. Cole, Cole stand on his own. He stand on his own too. But uh, yeah, I mean, Jesus, that's just a good until he said queen, and then even then, he could have just been calling a, a you know a female queen. You know what I'm saying? So I don't point that he really referenced her at all. But see, this is could have been anybody. Exactly. But what if she what if she had felt embarrassed if, if it wasn't about that. if it would have been it would right. I was talking about Queen Latifah, but, but, <laughs> yeah, like, really Queen, like, but no, I'm glad that 
I'm glad that what happened happened because what I what I saw was it was about her. Because he came back, he tweeted after he heard her rebuttal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And after everything. So he didn't even, like, he didn't trip. He just apologized if he offended anybody, like Cole always do. And they, they came to their own solution, which is dope as fuck. But what I really wanted to talk about and discuss is how everybody else tried to blow it up. It took Cole and No Name to put their own fire out because the internet was split. Twitter was split down the middle. You know what I'm saying? I'm straight. We'll roll another one soon. But but yeah, man, let me let me let me let me let them hear the no name joint. And uh and, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about hers. So we'll be back, nigga. Will Ray, Brock Brower, seven thirty, Trill Spiel. Oh, I have ambitions, dreams, but dreams don't come cheap. I saw a demon on my shoulders, looking like patriarchy, like scrubbing blood off the ceiling and bleaching another carpet. How my house get on it? My toy and body don't embody all the life she wanted. The baby just 19. I know I dream all black. I seen that everything immortalized in tweets, all caps. They said they found her dead. One girl missing, another one go missing. One girl missing another, but niggas in the back quiet as a church mouse. Basement studio when duty calls to get the verse out. I guess the ego hurt now. It's time to go to work. Wow, look at him go. He really doubts to write about me when the world is in smokes. When it's people in trees. When George was begging for his mother, saying he couldn't breathe. He thought to write about me. One girl missing another one, go missing. One girl missing another one. Yo, but little did I know all my reading would be about There is trans women being murdered And this is all he can offer And this is all y'all receive Distract you from the convo with organizers They talking abolishing the police And this is a new world order We democratizing Amazon We find down borders This is a new vanguard This is a new vanguard I'm the new vanguard Bring the show back. You don't talk, all right? All right, now we starting now. All right. Hey, we're back. She was dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you talk. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But yeah, man, she she killed that shit. And even as men, like we talked while we listened to it, like we both feel her. But what do you feel? How do you feel about it? If it made you feel any kind of way, what was it? I'm sorry. I know we're men, and we're not we're not always put on the spot to articulate what we feel. So I'll word it differently. What did you think about it? I mean, you know, what I'm saying once again, when when I heard it, you know, what I'm saying it's the hip hop head of me that that would take over first because you, the beat is dope, the way she's spitting it is dope. What she's spitting is dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, go ahead, little mom. They gonna think I wrote that for you. <laughs> they gonna think that I wrote that shit for you. And then now I got to explain to them that I didn't. I didn't write that. But no, I, and I, like I said, she. I got her point. For sure. Because we do need to, especially because I've been calling um, number one myself out to be more uh, vocal about women, especially black women, 
and 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 what they're going through and them come because she was she was just man she kept, what what was what was ill about that song is she kept saying one girl missing another one gone missing I was like damn we don't even talk about these shit like we are talking a lot of shit about George Floyd but what about Sandra Bland Breonna Taylor Tatiana Jefferson like all the women that are being killed you know what I'm saying and we so I felt her angst too but I don't think that. But what she said, I think she took that one line and misinterpreted everything that J. Cole was saying. But through that, she absolutely killed how she felt. She put that shit, it wasn't all over the place, it wasn't all spread out, she hit it. You know what I'm saying? And what I love the most about it is that even though... It's, it looks, it, it started out negative. I think people are now, um, I love the sound of, of two things when it comes to weed. There's probably more things, but I'm going to talk about these two right now. Yeah. Number one, boom, the sound of the grinder after you finish and you're getting it all out. That clink, 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 like that, that yeah. you know what I mean? And, it's like a different boat. Right. And when you first, you can get conditioned to it too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, hold up. Who rolling up? Yeah, for real. And um, when you first pile up a joint or a blunt in that, the sound that the paper and the... The crackling. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like a record, the beginning of a record, too. It's like, the you know what I'm saying? This is this may be a fat boy uh, in me, but like the sound of mac and cheese when you fucking... I only associate that with one thing. <laughs> so don't ruin that for me. Because that means pussy for me. And if it's not... I'm sorry, vagina. I don't know if I even should even be talking about that because we're talking about ladies right now. Yeah. I apologize, ladies, if that, that was a little coarse. You don't take us back to suffrage. Damn it. <laughs> I sent us back six decades? <laughs> nah, that's like ten decades. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to wait a hundred years. But no, um, what were you going to say, though, about the mac and cheese? Because we got to get back to talking about Oh, it was just the sound that mac and cheese makes when you fucking when you just stirring the cheese into the mac and cheese. I should have never said what I said it's about the weed. Sound. Yeah. I should have just kept talking about no name. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to that. All right. You cool with that? All right. It doesn't matter. Word up. <laughs> I think it's cool. I think that the, the song is cool and the situation is cool in a lot of ways because... You sound like you, you're hesitant to talk about it because you're not black and you don't want to like... No, no, no. no. You know I don't fuck give a shit to worry about it. You know what I mean? Well, but, you better start. Um, <laughs> now I want you to. I think it's, it's dope that it opens up a bunch of fucking dialect, uh, dialogues that probably wouldn't have happened prior to that song. You know what I'm saying? So it's a nigga who in his song is saying that he's dumb. And he, she should fucking, if, instead of fucking uh, judging him, she should teach him. You know what I mean? It's, so there's that. There's the, you know what I'm saying? There's, and I think she did that, though, with her But that's with her You know what I'm saying? I heard her, all right, well, that's a fucking exactly what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this the new Vanguard. Now pay attention. You know I'm what I mean? the new Vanguard. But you know what? And I love that because that means that women are taking their place. Well, really, I don't think they really lost their place in the struggle. I think they're making, they're holding men more accountable. I think definitely within the, the fucking hip-hop 
responsibility. It's it's lessened. You know what I'm saying? Like from the eighties. From you know what I mean? Like we had Queen Latifah and MC Light and, and even Lauren Hill who who. And we got some woke ones now because no names one of them. She you know what I'm saying? But it's not a lot. I definitely feel you on that shit. I couldn't name you ten of them. Right. But go ahead. I couldn't even, I just, if I'm being fucking frank right now, I couldn't name 10 female artists that are really doing it, you know what I mean? That that I respect like that, you know what I mean? What? Like the ones that I respect, you know what I'm saying, come from a different era, you know what I mean? That's what I was talking about, this era. Yeah, like, there are, there, there are, there, there's a few. There's a, there's a lot of dope female MCs that we don't get any really exposure to because... You know how the game is so saturated. There's so many people rapping. Yeah. But as far as woke, there's a few. But yeah. But say what you were saying. I get what you were saying. I was just letting letting people that are listening know that we know that there's there's not just one or two woke, dope rappers that just happen to have vaginas. Really? You know what I mean? But um, also, I think that you know what I'm saying. It's it's still like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was, well, like, I told you that I feel like the youth culture uh, yeah. stopped caring about, you know what I'm saying, learning those really? things and shit like that. So it's like, it's once again that, 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 so you, something that's not somebody to say who might have not fucking thought about it before, but like, all right. And you know what? I think what it, what, what it just sounded like to me anyway, this is what I took away from it, is like, even though they were talking to each other, mm-hmm. They talked to like everybody that heard those two songs, and they kind of like advanced the culture together. Word up because they okay word that makes I love that because that I, I think they did that too because it could have got ugly. Definitely could have gotten ugly, and it, the fact that it didn't is another thing that that makes it special. It's, because it's those it's two a, individuals. So you, you know what I'm saying? So even let's take it. You know, you could. Make the analogy now that a fucking your average street nigga who who at you know no point has ever been trying to you know what I mean like be aware or learn their roots or anything like that and would probably have made fun of a nigga that was like you know yeah. now it's like all right now you know what I'm saying so, you give me the opportunity to step and I can get beyond my fucking that fucking wedge between us and I, you can tell me something and uh, I'll take and it I can a little hear bit it. more. Yeah, you know I mean? can hear it, I can listen it, and I, and I can adjust now and, and grow because they both, and I, and I think that is a real testament to the two individuals involved. Right. Because that's, they both really do love their people. And I tell you what, you know what I'm saying? It comes out in the bars. It's wild because, you know what I'm saying, like, if, if I'm being honest to your listeners, because on the 730 podcast, I lied my ass off. Damn. Uh, nah. <laughs> but I didn't, that, that was the first time I ever heard Shorty. Word. Word. It was a, you know what? That's another good thing about things like this, because when I sent it to um, my, my, uh, my girl, she said the same shit. Like, I, And see... These things, we get exposure. I'll play, for, play something for you uh, when we're done, you know what I'm saying, and uh, it really puts you on. But um, I love that, because she even 
she kind of opened my eyes to something. Like I said earlier, we don't talk about it enough in the male community. We don't hold each other accountable as much. And we don't talk about how they're fighting a completely different war. Like, there's yeah. a, they, there is a war on not just black women, but women in general. There's always been one. Sometimes we're a part of the shit. Sometimes we're not. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we have to just, if we want, and, that, and I, like I told your, uh, your nieces, um, her and her friend that night, like, you have to relate to people through their struggle. We have what J. Cole and No Name did is they both voiced the opinions. Emotions on both sides came out, but both of them controlled themselves and they controlled it, kept it, kept it real concentrated and didn't let it get out of hand with people and showed everybody an example of how to like communicate without even having to sit in the same room. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that men and women have to fix that. Like, all our cultures, we're going through that little transition right now. And it was but, done, you know what I'm saying? It was done without negativity in either song, really. You know what I'm saying? Neither one, you could hear any kind of, like, hostility. There was no name calling. There was no right. fucking... In, in J. Cole's, it was kind of like confusion slash hurt. And in No Names, it was kind of like hurt focused, channeled anger. Yeah. But real, she, she she held it. Like, she kept her composure so she didn't seem like the crazy, the, the, the crazy black woman. You know what I'm saying? Just reacting. But she did say, and that's why I respect both sides of it, because Cole apologized, and she didn't apologize, but she, she said that, um, that it was her ego that, that made her respond and I'm saying maybe she did apologize. I think she did, but the biggest thing is that her and Cole are better. The 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 people are better for it, and shit. But that's music that, that's what I hope. That I had said that to you that I hope that that starts a pattern. Right. You know what I'm saying. And I think it will. I think a lot of this stuff. That's what you have to do, though. You have to destroy it. When people say you got to destroy in order to rebuild, that's the type of shit. If J Cole doesn't say those things and do all those things she doesn't do and say what she does but that shit affected me way in fucking Tampa Florida and then you got me looking at my little girl now like damn the real like not just the dangers that I'm I think she's in but the things that I don't even think about that she's in danger of you know what I'm saying from her all the way up to my mom. There's so many women in between that, in that, two, that spectrum of two females where it's like, damn, we don't talk about that shit. And if we expect them, well, we, we don't have to ask them to do shit. Women really just ride for us, you know what I'm saying? It's just always like that. Whether No matter how bad we treat them, they ride for us. And we got to start being better men to them and the women in our lives. And that's that's just point blank what I get in general. And I think with, with J. Cole, he's going to... Well, I think in a lot of get, ways the, the truth is, is true on both sides of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody just needs to act better. Just be better. You know what I'm saying? And we got to love on people because he said that. Like, we got the, the patience, the time, 
and the love. We got to treat each other like kids right now because everybody's going through this transition together. We're all getting woke up in different areas. So, yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that. But, man, I'm still blown about the bars, man. The bars were immaculate Bro. from top to bottom yeah. on both on both tracks. That's that's and that's the biggest thing to, to on on everything. I love the movement part. I love the thing that it does for people, but the fact that there wasn't any whackness in those two tracks. Nowhere. Nobody and if you found anything whack, I feel like you're you're reaching and you're a hater uh-huh. because both both artists killed their craft on that shit. It's exactly why they have that voice. Right. Because they can uh, they can do it just like that, and both of them seem like they were just talking, literally talking to each other. If you really listen to them, like the conversation, mm-hmm. it was a conversation that they were having. That it's like, damn, if it was on the same beat, that would have been ill as fuck. I think the flow would have worked, but who knows? That's not you know what I'm saying. Neither here nor there. But it's just it, it, I want to see what happens after this, man. Shit, what did you did you wanna uh talk about anything, man? Oh, we got to talk about that. We ain't got to go right now, nigga. Cause, cause at the end of the day, we can do what we want, man. We run this shit, man. It's our shit, nigga. You know what I'm talking about? Groove up, cool breeze. Um, don't ever call me that again, little boy. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, I mean, shit, yeah, man. But like you, as a, as a fan of good music. And hip hop music, especially, you know what I'm saying? Um, Cause you, 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 you. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take the time right now to plug your shit. Word up. Because speaking of hip hop, y'all need to go check out Seven Thirty because they've incorporated this new battle shit, and they're the first and only people to be doing it. And y'all need to go check it out. Where every week, you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know how often you're doing it, just whenever you feel like it. But you gotta pay attention because they drop battles, and I'm talking about classic. Like just just high nigga shit. Just like damn nigga, who would you pick against the locks and fucking Onyx. Onyx or who the fuck fifty or fucking DMX nigga. You know what I'm saying? Last week I got to sit in on um a great battle, nigga. That shit was fun as fuck, nigga. The Nas versus Jay Z. Now I can't wait for you to drop that shit. Nas versus Jay Z was definitely a great battle. Y'all niggas you know what was great about that battle? I didn't even get to tell y'all this shit. Or maybe I did, I don't know, I was high. Yeah, um <laughs> The fact that I would have picked so many different songs from both artists, listening to y'all and watching y'all pick the songs, because mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I would have went with this on this round. I would have went this. And for y'all that don't know, just so y'all go check it out, these niggas, Brock Brolic and fucking Just Skeezy, shout out to Just Crazy Ass, man. They go 20 rounds, song for song. They pick two artists, one picks a side, and they basically debate musically round for round, and they pick a mediator, and it's a different guest every battle. So they're basically the tiebreaker, and it's a dope-ass concept, and I love it, dog. And if anybody else start doing that shit and I see it, I'm going to get on your shit and tell you that you're, bit, that you're biting and you need to get it out your mouth. Go ahead and spit that out. That ain't yours. Why you eating that? Why you, got, why you, why you chewing on that? That ain't yours. You did not do this. So... I'm going to say this right now, man. We'll help you get that incorporated as quick as possible, nigga, because that shit is going to be fly. It's already dope. And once they, the people pick up on it, I know they're going to love it because y'all always know how to talk hip-hop. Shit, man, what's sticking out to you right now? Um, world-wise, man, because you, you 
it's funny. You're in a different place. You're not black, but you're not white either. You mm -hmm. know? How does... That's middle America to me. When I hear people talk about middle America, I don't think about the country. I think about all the minorities in between black and white. Because <laughs> <laughs> middle America. That's nigga. the middle. Uh, it's, Do we just look crazy to y'all? or Nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? And... You know, I've said it uh, several times on the on the Seven Thirty podcast that I, you know, what I'm saying, I never understood the disconnect that there was between you know blacks and Hispanics. Let's and talk about that right now, dog, because I didn't. Because every time you do mention it, you notice that I'd be like, "What, for real, nigga? I thought little Puerto Rico loved me, nigga. I'm I'm, I'm cool with all the Spanish people in my life, but that's just in my life." Right. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy, I don't, you know, what I'm saying maybe if I go to a different place. Might get beat up for being fucking negro. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends. You know, it's, it's, it's why you know, what I'm saying? the Spanish culture is, and and for, for and it's not even a, a high percentage of us. You know, what I'm saying? I know Puerto Ricans, Dominicans. Uh, I mean, some Mexicans, uh, definitely Cubans. That you know, we do come in every shade of the rainbow. You know what I'm saying? So we could be the the lightest light to the darkest dark. You know what I'm saying? And so, it makes it interesting dynamic when when you when you come to the situation because you can know a Cuban that fucking doesn't like fucking black people and you can fucking find a, a black Cuban who doesn't like white people. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's yeah, yeah. And you know what's crazy? Lately, it's making me think about it more often than I normally would. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, like the race thing in general. Because it's like, I'm always thinking what these motherfuckers, no matter who they are, what do they really think mm -hmm. about me? Since everybody's masks have been being ripped off these mm -hmm. last couple of years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it's, I'm trying to like keep it positive, and, you know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's taken... It's taken talking like this. That's why I thank God that we have the podcast because we can get a lot off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and we don't have to hold it in. That's why we kind of do the shit for y'all that, that, that are out there listening. Like, we're talking to each other, but we kind of doing this shit for y'all because, boy, I know y'all going through it too. But some people think it's not that bad. Some people think it's as bad as it's ever been and it's never going to get better. So, what do you think can be done that, well, I ain't going to say that you think can be done like I want you to come up with some solution. Yeah, I know. I'm like, that's shit, no, nigga, that's no. pressure. And, and, I, and, and I know that. And, I, and, I, and that's why I feel I like just, Joe into the action. Right? Like, <laughs> I think we should just eat right now because I'm hungry. We should handle the present. <laughs> we should handle where we're at right now because I need a cup of water. <laughs> And then maybe we could talk about saving the world. But no, what what I what I'm not talking about saving the world shit. I'm talking about more than this is what I mean. And I'll answer it too after you answer it. But what's your social security number? No, no, no that's not the question I was gonna ask. This is what I was gonna ask. What do you see? Where did do, did you have to change anything? And what do you do? To not be a part of the problem, either because you you always you you get niggas 
you fuck with me, nigga. You like, you know what I'm saying? I can I call you a nigga every day. Every time I see your ass, I'm like, hey, this nigga. <laughs> Look at this nigga Brock Brock. Fool ass nigga Brock Brock. I don't know what to do. Um, I don't say fool ass nigga. Why I keep grabbing this bottle like that? I keep grabbing the bottle aggressively like. I mean, you whore. Give, give me, give me, give me, give me, Where's the booze? <laughs> Give me my booze. Like, what? I, what, what? What I loved about the whole situation here is that when he opened the bottle, right, he, he did everything a fine wine kind of soil was done. He sniffed hey. the bottle, you know what I'm saying? Sniffed the fucking cork and shit. <laughs> Let it swirl in the fucking bottle and shit. And then he just hit it like a white note, like, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no glass, y'all. <laughs> just letting you know, this is my bottle, it's quarantine. No, you can't have none. <laughs> yes, it might have backwash, but this is my backwash, and I don't care about that. I ain't drinking all of it tonight, you know what I'm saying? But no, it's, 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 but I'm going to be honest about that. Because you gave me it, but I can't take any credit even if I might do it. Because the wine shit is very new to me, even though wine is old to me. Because I learned young, I learned in the military that wine is way better than beer if you're trying to get fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's where you're trying to go. Three wines versus three beers. Give me the wine, baby. You know if the wine gives you that fucking... Because I feel like uh, things that have a tint to them, you know what I mean? Tend to fucking give you like a, like a, said, things a more of a hangover than. Do you mean niggas give you a hangover? No, no, no. no, no. I was playing because you said things. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Um, this is this is this to me for me. Wine is a gradual niceness, but you have to know your limit. Because you will be sloshed. You will be. Bro, that is the. You, if you if you drink too much wine, you're gonna be so sloppy. You're gonna be all over yourself and whoever yeah. you're around. Yeah. But I'd rather smell like wine than beer. You know what I'm saying? True. And beer, beer is a different drunk. Beer is gross too. Yes, and it, you know what I'm saying now. Wine. It's more of aggressive drug too. Wine, I can take my time, and and really, I, the reason why I say I can't take no credit for it is that that's my lady fault, man. Because when we first started talking, you know, I smoke, you know, I smoke all day, every day. I'm always smoking. She don't smoke, but she don't give a fuck about me smoking. So she drank, you know, I don't drink, but every time she she started, and this is why I drink the Pinot. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't sweet, but it's light. But nigga, it ain't no pump. Nigga, you keep you drink this shit if you want to, like you want. Then you'll try and walk. You'll be on your forehead. You be yeah, like, no, I've definitely. You know what I mean? But I did all that shit on like a reflex because I learned all that stupid shit. I had to learn some of that shit working at this restaurant. And really, I just wanted. To, I was just doing that shit to play around tonight when I did it. But nigga, I used to have to kind of like. Based on my table and what they were ordering, suggest certain wines. Pairing with the food. Which yes. Is definitely something I think it's. And it's actually beer, they do with different types of stouts and things like that. that yeah, yeah, because. Tend to go better with different types of. man, I want steak, man, I want steak, I want lager, boy. But that's what's. And that's. It, it, it's, it's funny, but it's, it's actually a, a, definitely a science to it. And it, and it has. And it different. has. 
it, what's funny, it has like, um, I don't say financial implications, but it's that type of shit, you know Cat, what I'm saying? class. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? When you think about shit that goes with beer, it's always like a hamburger, it's pulled pork, it's a fucking steak. You know what I mean? It's the common man what a common man would eat. And when you talk about uh, wine, you know, red steak would still be there. It's like a different type it's of It's filet mignon. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> pasta. Yeah, a lot of shrimp alfredos. And, 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 but see, what I started to do was number one, piss her off because I used to be like, let me get some. She'd be like, no, bitch, you don't drink. <laughs> you, I, just like I don't smoke, I don't want, I ain't asking to hit your joint. And I'm like, ugh, ugh, I thought we were sharing everything. No, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, but she would let me, but, but it was because she would let me sip and I know my limit. Like, I'm old enough to know now, like, when I get, no, but that shit is great with trees. So niggas that are out here looking and you don't want to be fucked up out here and watch out for your livers because, you know what I'm saying, you, you, niggas don't want to die of cirrhosis and shit. Uh, we, we, we as men, we, we take shots and we, we base some of our manhood on, on liquor. And if you don't want to drink yeah. extra hard liquor all the time, you know what I'm saying? Right. You you can you can sit. Still want to get your little buzz on. Yeah, and you don't want to drink and smell, drink beer and smell like you you really literally just fell out of a bar. Yeah. You can sip wine. You can sip it with the lady. You can you know what I'm saying? The lady don't want to be around you. Right? Some ladies will drink beer with you. It's a lady. Yeah, but shit, you can you know what I'm saying? Have a nice conversation on some wine. And if you're smoking, Pinot Grigio for me is the perfect, you know what I'm saying, man's wine. Because, the you know, with wine, the darker, the stronger it is. But the lighter, you know what I'm saying, but lighter, they, everybody thinks that shit's just sweet because everybody drink Moscato because niggas rapped about it. And niggas think it's either Moscato or Champagne. And there's so many different white wines and red wines and shit. But, man, I don't know. Um, I think the only thing that I can say so far is that every time you have uh, brought this product and drank this product during these sessions, I always got the smell of bubbles, which I don't know why. But I don't smell like I'm drinking as much For as sure I'm drinking. You've seen me grab this bottle like like an aggressive, yeah, like a real drunk. And I'm not, and, and, and I'm not, I don't, I don't drink. I don't, exactly, I don't drink like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But... I'm not fucked up, and I'm not going to drink all this shit, but it tells me when to stop. Like, other shit will be like, keep drinking me. The wine will be like, ah, you should probably put me down, but <laughs> because you got responsibilities, you got Maybe things. Just fucking, yeah, because there's, there's a lot of fucking shots you can take that tell you, yeah, keep going, nigga. Yeah. It's, we only just begun. You know but this mean? is the third shot. Keep going. I'm learning that, man. I'm never doing that shit again. Until the day I die, I will never throw up again and the cause be alcohol. This, might, this, is, this is the thing that they, I think that this might be our niche. You know what I mean? This might be where we can fucking, we can make the world a better place. We need to write a fucking, like, a, a manual mm-hmm. about how to be older but young. <laughs> but you know what I mean relatable and not a creep but also to be a man 
and not have to be necessarily macho. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't even say macho because just saying the word itself gives credence to that bullshit. But I see what you're saying, like uh, how to be a man's man in 2020 and be sensitive and aware of, of women and kids and other men and other people in general just being a good dude without having to... Feel, and it. feel like a bitch. Yeah. And, or, you know what I'm saying? And more niggas need to stand up for themselves, number one. That's how that shit stops. Hey, nigga calling you a bitch and you ain't no bitch nigga and choke that nigga or something. I don't know. What, whatever you do out there, I'm not telling you out there and slap niggas, but whatever you do when niggas call you a bitch, I haven't been called a bitch in a long time, so I, I can't even tell you what, what happened. Call me a bitch right now, nigga, <laughs> so I can see what happens. Nah, that was bait. Don't do that. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Break the glass, there was a glass shatter. We're gonna be right back on the uh, trail spin on the wheel. <laughs> Nigga about to kill this 730 shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, but I, I I agree with you. Maybe that is just something that we need to work on as just the team. Hey, shout out to us in our comedy, by the way. People don't know that. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. Tell them. You're one of my, uh, you're, you're part of my brain trust, you're one of my co writers. For the things that I uh, say on microphones. Which, until he becomes very successful, I don't want any credit for it. Once he becomes a good <laughs> boy, you know what I'm saying? Then you can start a shot of me out. Right? And I understand that. But I don't want to be involved But no, I got to tell you, right? I got to <laughs> let them know right now, just in case they hear some trash, I always have somebody be like, but I don't write all the jokes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The ones you heard, I definitely didn't write. The ones that you don't like. If you liked them, I wrote them. The ones you didn't like, that's all Brock Brock. It's either him or Brandon. <laughs> no, I blame, I, I'll just blame it on everybody I let. I only let four of y'all hear my shit before I do my shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to tell you. I just told half of those people. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not going to tell the other two. How about that? Take that. <laughs> Take that, guys. I ain't going to tell nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> I, just told, I just told millions. No, a million people are not listening to this. But, um, uh, what else is there, man? We, we talked way longer than I ex- expected to, dog. I shouldn't have put on that motherfucking lotion, nigga. I'm glistening. <laughs> that shit is weird, you know? I'm out of feel right now. I want to turn this light off, but then that shit feel weird. Over here. That should have feel weird, too. Like, why does nigga want to turn the light off? It's just us, too. <laughs> no, keep them on. <laughs> we'll keep the lights on, brother. You have to just uh, not look at yourself. <laughs> I'm going to need you to... Be a man. Yeah, we'll turn them off when you get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) And I finally realized today where that voice comes from and why I do it. Mm. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Okay. Fucking Carl. The shake? No. Carl, oh, the, the the neighbor. That's why I do that. And I knew and he can say, y'all, still waters run deep there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, just want to know how uh, I ended up on my roof and you're in my pool. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's all I wanted. I've been watching it, dog, on HBO. They've got, I told you about that shit? All these streaming apps are really taking advantage of the COVID shit, just like um, like all these corporations have taken advantage of the Black Lives Matter shit. Uh-huh. All these streaming apps are like stepping it up a notch and doing things that all the other ones ain't doing. So HBO is doing um, 
number one, they've got all of the Fresh Prince episodes from from one to the end. It's crazy that they still started dabbling into like syndicated TV. They, like they've that. got to though because they got to keep people on the app after a month. There's got to be a reason. They know they ain't got everything. You know what I'm saying? Business ain't gonna go through all the app. And even though HBO has everything on there that they've got, you don't have everything. You only got HBO shit. Mm-hmm. So, so what they've done now, they got Cartoon Network. Nice. So you get regular shows. You get all the shit that came with that. Which Did comes you ever see the Rebels of Oakland? Like I told you. The what? Rebels of Oakland. Rebels of Oakland. No. What is that on? What is that about? Number one. That was just the documentary that I was telling you about that. It was about the, the Raiders and the Oakland oh, Athletics. And shit. Rebels of Oakland. All right. You need to send that to me. I text that to me. I mean, because I need to look. I need to watch that shit. I'm always looking for new shit to watch. But that 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 HBO app got a lot of shit. But I was watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force because it's got Cartoon Network and Adult Swim on that shit. Mm. And man, also they got Rick and Morty on that bitch and the Boondocks. So it's like, oh, well, damn. Nigga, one day, when all of this, when the George Floyd met the quarantine shit, that first week, I was watching, I was literally, this all I was doing while I was at work. Well, while I was working, because I was at home. <laughs> while I was working, was I'd watch an episode of The Boondocks, Watch an episode of Rick and Morty. I started from season one of both of them. And just episode one, episode of the other. Episode of one, episode of the other. And that shit was dope as fuck. Ask me why. I don't think they heard you because the train interrupted. Every time I come the train. Matter of fact. Yeah, that's a 7.30 staple. It's only right that 7.30 podcast is here. Yeah, he was fucking up. No, he's not fucking it up. I don't even look at it when he's fucking it up no more. Dude, I remember he's, what you remember. Looky Dooky had comment one time on the fucking shit. It was like, I don't believe it was y'all because I didn't hear the train in the background. <laughs> <laughs> you get the train on, and then I'll be back. I'll listen when the train comes back and there's a guest. But it is kind of... This is going to be my last bit right now. can't go to wobbling when you sit down. When you're sitting down, then you're going to be like, oh, shit, did I almost fall? No. No, you, you know what's didn't. fucked up is that I, so I have so many of those experiences, 100% sober. Are you having one of those now? Nah, I was tongue-tied there for a second. But, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? I fall and fucking trip and stumble and shit. Like, I, I would hate to have to go through a sobriety test of any kind that the police might give because I really was... You can't look up in the air while yeah. touching your nose no, and walk straight. That sucks, man. You gotta breathe clean. You know what I mean? That's Stand all you on can do. Foot, all that bullshit, but I can't do none of that. <laughs> Rubber baby buggy bumpers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Bu- I failed the first thing. <laughs> you better say that shit. You better say that shit. But no, man, it's... Yeah, green spider right there. That's crazy. That's a spider? I don't know. Well, that's definitely what you called it. Look at that spider. Is that a spider? I don't know, man. I just saw a bad thing. Like, from here, it looks like a spider. Maybe closer than that. No, it's just a little bug. Those bugs I let live. Those are kind of bugs that you let live because they just out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, 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 they ain't trying to do nothing. 
trying to get in your house. They blow that they in here. They like, how in the fuck did I get inside? I'm an outside bug. How do you get outside? I hate that shit, bro. You know what I mean? Like, they'd be like mad hornets that come in here. Like, bro, how the fuck do you figure out how to get in <laughs> here? Get in here. And you, now, hey, you don't know how to get out. Now I got to kill you. If they stay on the door, you know what I'm saying, then I can open the door and they fly away. You can tell that they're like, oh shit, and they, and they dip. You but know what I mean? It makes you realize that they have horrible memories. Because yeah. they're not living that kind of life like they have to remember where they're going. No, and they, <laughs> But was, they can remember where their hives and shit are at. And wherever the rest of their kind like of... Fucking, probably, you could probably drive a fucking hornet fucking miles away from its fucking hive. And he'd be like, what the fuck? And then fucking find his way home. And shit. Why would you do this? My wings are... St- oh, I'm going to get back, but bitch. It ain't going to be the day. What a dick. Anyway, um, but then I thought about, like, what, you know what I'm saying, what that experience is like, too. Yeah, because imagine you're just walking around, and then also kidding You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it's... The bug's life, man, is not for me. That's kind of wild, bugs. I ain't gonna go too far, man. We're gonna we'll go to rambling. You know what I mean? And I already got them OER that I already talked to talked to their ass about some other shit earlier, so they probably didn't cut us off. <laughs> like, man, goddamn, these niggas still talking and shit, nigga. They still goddamn now, these niggas still talking boat. But yeah, man, um thanks for uh stopping by, you know what I mean? And um stopping by my my <laughs> True spell was Will, bitches. At Brock Brothers' house, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and we out. And there you have it. Another episode is successfully in the books. Shout out to Brock Brothers for stopping by. That was, that was kind of dope. That was dope. That was dope. You know what I'm saying? I can use that more often. Y'all go check that shit out, man, because 730 coming with some real shit, nigga. Good. This is about to come with the, uh, the, with the skit. This is about to come with the, uh, with the skit. But, uh, yeah. The battles. Man, look. I am Mike's. That's all I'm gonna say. Y'all go check out 730 podcast, but, uh, I'm having a good people in the drill still. I'm Will, and I'm signing off, man, to the sounds of Dom Kennedy, Nipsey Hussle. This track is called Please. Please take it home safe. We'll say that each and every one of y'all. And uh, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Thanks for stopping by and fucking with the kid. Until next time. Go. No, for real. Bye, niggas. I'm out. Corner like a lamppost. My favorite singer, Mr. Vandross. Dean wanna search through my dance boat. Dom take this rent up to the landlord. 95 wins the Hill City champ. Hit over right, got my city stamp. The 439 was my city van. A nigga hella cool, but don't get him out. Shit, we try to live the best of it. So take what you need, leave the rest of it. Write your goals down, what you expect from it. 
Baby on the way, getting checks coming Streets real hard, but the test wasn't Shoulda went to class with the rest of them But fucking out my name with the best of them Ooh, 19 in the leg stuck Made a right turn on my old street Niggas outside chilling low key It's 12.47, Mr. Police Fucking helicopters, get no sleep Pillow on my head, trying to drown it out You can call me when you down and out When the cops come, it's around the house Crenshaw niggas run the town, I'm out Please make it home safe Please make it home safe Please make it home safe Just make it home safe Yeah. 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 Dead and in the J's off of August Street. Pops drove a turquoise 280Z. Playing Tracy Chapman, we was watching Heat. Shoot out in the alley, make it hard to sleep. 59th and 5th at my granny house. Uncle Reggie spelling shorts on my granny couch. The lesson was never go the attic route. To deal with mines, I probably pulled an automatic out. 60th and 10th, cable with the chip. 12 gauge behind the door, plastic where you sit. I told him I would do it, talked a lot of shit. Came back home after all the trips. Pillow on their head, trying to drown it out. You can still call me if you're down and out. When the cops come and surround the house. Crenshaw niggas run the town, I'm out.